Today's shir in Yerushalmi Sanhedrin is dedicated to the memory of Pesach Gershon ben Yisrael Fish Oliva Sholem and for a refuah shlema for Yosef Yisrael ben Zelda Besoch Shar Chol Yisrael. We are beginning in the Ozvahar edition on the top of Davchof Ches Amad Aleph with the word Ksiv. In the Vilna edition, it is on Davchof Beis Amad Beis. Begins the Gemara, Ksiv, the Pasuk says, You should not tilt the judgment of a poor person in his dispute. The, that is the Pashib Shat. However, that cannot be the real Pshat, because it's not only to an Evian that you may have mercy on that you might tilt the Mishpat, but the same thing would be for an usher, a rich man, a powerful man. You might tilt the din in his favor because of who he is and what he represents in the community, and you may be afraid to judge against him. So why would the Pusk say only Evyoincha, your poor person, even a rich person? Therefore, we have to say the Pasuk is speaking about Dine Nefashis, and this person is poor because Bezdin is telling him that he is possibly going to be killed because of an Avera that he did. So in that sense, he's an Evyoin. But to tell us this Din, we also have other Psukim. So therefore, the Gemara says we must have this Pasuk for the Diyuk, what we can deduce from the word berivoy, as the Gemara continues, berivoy iatomata, in his dispute of the evyoin, you don't tilt it. Avalatomata bedinoi shoshor. But if, if a shor killed a person, and he's called a shor haniskel, he's going to be stoned to death, there you do tilt, and as we'll see from the Korban Eid and the Pnei Moshe, you tilt it against them, lechovah. Not that you're perverting the justice, but the Pasuk means, and this, we deduce from this that to assure you do tilt Lechova. Let us see the carbonate first. When it says in the Pasuk, don't tilt, it doesn't mean that you're going to pervert the justice and you'll tilt in his favor. You don't have to have mercy for his saving, that the Shor Nisko should not be killed. As we find, the Bezin is supposed to try to save the life of the accused. But we treat the case of Shor Nisko as other Dine Mominus, and we tilt against the Shor Niskel. For example, Dine Nefoshes requires two Dayanim to Paskin that is Chayv Misa, whereas Dine Mominus, it's enough with a majority of one. So here we're going to treat the Shor Niskel like a case of Dine Nefoshes, so that we can fulfill the Pasuk, that you should get rid of the evil that is in your midst. And that's why we get rid of the Shor Haniskel, like Dini Mominus, even with one. Let us see the Pnei Moshe inside. Berivoy, Lemute Asa. This Pasuk Berivoy is coming to exclude something. Berivoy, Iatomata Lechoiva. In the dispute of the Evyoin, 
you do not tilt for chov alpi echad with a bezdin of one elabishnayim. You have to have two that say two more than if you have uh, 11 versus 11 in a bezin of 23. And um, the, let's say one dying says, I don't know, he's undecided. So then we have to add. We have to add at least two. And to make it an odd number, we add three. So um, it is telling you that a Shoranisqal is not in the category of Dina Nefashis, but rather it's Dina Mominis. Only with two Dayanim. By a person, then we have to have two more. But the Shoraniskal does not have a din of Dini Nefashis in this respect. It has a din of Dini Mominis, and therefore, against the Shoraniskal, all you need is a majority of one. Now, the Pnei Moshe explains why I might think that Shor Niskel would be like the Nefoshis, where you have to have a majority of two. Deloitte Tema don't say, Hoyle Vishor Niskel, Dino Be'esmishloisha, Kedini Nefoshis, that a Shor Niskel needs a bezin of 23. Just like the Nefoshis does, the whole Mili Mishavinalai. I would say that across the board, a Shor Niskel has a din like Dine Nefoshis for everything. Kamash Malon, no. And we'll see later in the name Aisha. Kamash Malon, it's only in the respect of how many Dayanim you need of 23. But as far as all the other Dinim, it has a halacha of Dine Mominus. And let, let's uh, stop the Pnei Aisha at this point and go to the Gemara. And then we'll come back to the Pnei Aisha. Rabavua B'Shem Rabbi Yoichanan. When do we tilt Luchova? Ubalvad B'Dvorim we tilt Lechovah that the Shorhaniskel has a din of Dine Nefashis, and therefore you'll only need a Bezdin plurality of one. Set, let's go back to the Pnei Moshe now. For all matters, he's treated like Dine Mominis and not like Dine Nefashis. Let's go to the next name, Ubovad Klomer. Lo don't make a mistake in this matter. Ella Ubovad, Sheedina Shashor and Nisko, Beholad Vorm, Sheesh, Bendini Mominus, Ladini Fashis, Ladini Mominus, Midam Minule. He is compared to Dini Mominus in all matters. Kiim, the only exception is, Baha'i Milsil Chudei, the Dina Beesim Shloisha. The only exception that the Shor Nisko does not have a Din of Dini Mominus. And he has a din of din of fashis, is that you need a bezin of 23. We learn from a hekish that the death of the shore is like his master, just like his master in a capital punishment case would require a bezin of 23. So too the shore in Niskal requires 23. But for every other din, he has a din of dine mominis. And therefore, to his detriment, we will, for example, only need a majority of one to say that he should die, that the Shor and Niskel should die. Continues the Gemara, Kama Inun, how many differences are there between Dini Mominus and Dini Nefashis? We are now 
learning Halacha Zion, and we have learned in the past Mishnayis ten differences between Dini Mominus and Dini Nefashis. Let us review what those differences are. The first one is that the Bezdin by Dini Nefashis has to have 23 Dayanim, and by Dini Mominus it only requires three Dayanim. The second difference is that by Dini Nefashis, the trial has to begin with statements for acquittal. By Dine Mominus, it doesn't. And actually, by Dine Mominus, what's a, a cho for one person is a schus for the other and vice versa. So whatever schus you want for either litigant, that's what you can begin with by Dine Mominus. The third difference is that by Dine Mominus, as we have learned, it's enough a majority of one, by Dina Nefoshis, you require at least two Dayanim to be the majority for conviction. The fourth difference is that a decision, a Gemar Din, a Psak, cannot be reversed in favor of conviction. In other words, if the Bezin finds out that this person really was guilty of the crime of murder, and they Paskin that he's innocent. We learned a Pasuk with Tzadik al Once the Bezdin said that he's innocent in this case, by Dine Nefashis, you cannot retract in favor of conviction. However, by Dine Mominus, you can, you could take the money away from the one who was awarded the money and give it to the other litigant. Number five, Talmidim who are observing the trial, cannot say their arguments for conviction. However, by Dine Mominus, they can. Number six, we said before that you cannot change your mind, the Dayan, in a Gemar Din. The Dayanim cannot change their mind in a Gemar Din for conviction. And now we have another halacha by Dina Nefashis that a judge who in the deliberations initially argued for acquittal, he cannot now argue for conviction. The seventh, whereas by Dina Mominus he can. The seventh difference is that by Dina Nefashis, a decision cannot be rendered at night. By Dina Mominus it can. And we learned a special halacha by Dina Nefashis that you cannot paskin that he's chayiv, misa, until a night goes by. So from the trial till the gemar din, the psak, a night has, the, has to go by. The dayanim have to think it over. Maybe during the night they'll come up with a schus to save his life. And um, by Dina Nefashis, we start with the lowest judge, and then we go up to the highest judge in paskening and saying what they think the psak should be. By Dine Mominus, it's the opposite. We start with the highest judge and go to the lowest. And the tenth difference is that by Dine Nefashis, a mamzer, for example, cannot be a dying in Dine Nefashis. He has to have yichas. And uh, in Dine Mominus, Someone who doesn't have yichas, such as a mamzer, he can be a dayan on the case. So the Gemara now asks, how many 
differences are there between Dine Mamnes and Dine Nefashas? And the Gemara gives us a surprise answer. We just said there was ten. Anan, Tanin, Antesha. We have learned that there's only nine. So the Korban Ada immediately raises this question and gives the following answer. Let's see it inside on the second short line. Tesha, De'ena kolksherim ninu. Here we consider there really are ten, but we consider that there's two that are forged together, and that is a bezin of twenty-three by Dina Nefashis, and also that they have to have yichus. So what's bothering the Korbaneda is our obvious question. We counted ten, and the Gemara says nine. So he says two of them are one, and he explains the matam why do you have to have yichas and not everybody can pass kandini nefasha, such as a mamzer? Mishum chav gimel, the sanhedri. Because we need 23, and that is a sanhedrin, ube sanhedri ksiv, it says concerning a sanhedrin, vinasu itcha, that they should paskin together with you, they should carry the burden of judging Klal Yisrael. So we learn out. This is concerning Moshe Rabbeinu, that the other judges have to be like you in Dine Nefosh's cases. They have to have Yichas. So those two are considered one, and that's why we have only a number nine instead of a number ten. Continues the Gemara. Tony Rabhi, Rabhi alert. Chadasur, instead of nine, he said eleven. Ask the Gemara, Hi, Dini, Tarti, Achronaisa. What are the two additional dinim that Rabchia is adding to the total of nine to make eleven? Answers the Gemara, Hasaurus, someone who's unable to have children. The Chol, Mishaloi, Roloi, Bonim, and anyone who never had children. He, he, he's capable of having children, but he was not Zoycha to see children. So, Kosher Ladin Dine Mominus. So these two individuals, Asaurus or Mishlai Rolai Bottom, are Kosher to Paskin Dine Mominus. The Loi Dine but not Dine Nefoshes. The Carbonado, uh, as well as the Pnei Moshe, say the same thing that Hoyu Loi Bottom, Divri Amasa in the Carbonado, Psulum Ladin Nefoshes. If Loi Hoyu Loi Bottom, a person who never had children, he doesn't have Rachmanis, and therefore he's Pasuladin. The Pnei Marsha says the same thing. We think, if we don't know any difference, we say, Stam, a person like this, doesn't have mercy. He never raised children, so he doesn't have in his heart mercy, and therefore he's not allowed to paskin dine nefashos. There's a machloikis here between the Bavli and the Yerushalmi. The nusach of the Bavli is Misha ein loibonim. In other words, what happens if someone had children but they died? So according to the Yerushalmi, that person would be kosher, because the only one who's possible is someone who never saw a child. But someone who had a child and the child died, we say he does have rachamim, because he, he raised a child, unfortunately the child died. However, according to the Bavli, Misha ain't loy he doesn't have children. 
It doesn't matter that he used to have children, but right now he doesn't have any children. He was raw. He did see children, but he doesn't have them now. So he is possible because we say that now when he doesn't have children, he doesn't have Rachamim as well, and therefore he cannot paskin Dine Nefoshis. Continues the Gemara. Rabavua, B'Shem Rab Yochanan, Rabavua said in the name of Rav Yochanan, another psal, and this is the psal that he's a cotton, he's not a guttle. And we can see this in two ways. Af pachos mi ben esrim, even the, a person who's less than 20, u shalai saris, or he's 13 and a day, but he didn't bring two pubic hairs, so he's considered a cotton. He's not a guttle. Once he reaches 20, even if he didn't bring pubic hairs, he's considered a guttle. But if he was 13 and a day and he didn't bring two pubic hairs, so he cannot paskin din in the fashas, but he could paskin din in As the Gemara continues, kosher bedine mominus, these two individuals, someone who didn't reach 20 or uh, bar mitzvah boy in one day, and he didn't bring two pubic hairs, so he's kosher to paskin din mominus, but he's not kosher to paskin din in the But this uh, bar mitzvah boy who didn't bring two pubic hairs, v'yoyshev bedine shashor, concerning the shor and niskel, he could sit on the Bezdin because, as we learned before, that for every halacha, Shor Niskel has a din of dinim omnis, except for how many dayonim you need that you need, like dinim nefash, is a Bezdin of 23. So it'll come out from this Gemara that a bar mitzvah boy, v'yoyim echad, he's 13 and a day, and he brought two pubic hairs, he's considered a gadol, and he could even paskin dini nefoshes, a tremendous chiddush. Of course, the poskim say that he has to know halacha, that he could sentence someone to death. But the, the, as far as age goes, he is already considered a gadol. Continues the Gemara, Rabbi Yossi ben Chanina Omar, klasas rei. There's not nine, there's not eleven, but there's actually thirteen. Ask the Gemara of a high dinin tartanachronai. So what are the two extra dinim? And we're going to see now in the Gemara that the Gemara only brings one din. Of course, all the Mephorshim ask, he's adding two. So how come he only told us one extra? And the Mephorshim answer that he counts Rabavu B'Shem Rab Yochanan as one of the two because Rabavu B'Shem Rab Yochanan never included this in the count. From 9 to 11, the Gemara told us two dinim to add to the 9. But from 11 to 12, for example, Rabavua didn't count it in the number. So therefore we have the one of Rabavua B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan, that you have to be a gadol. And now we have an additional one. What is that? That done in Shnei Dine Momnes B'Yoyim Echad. You can pass in two Dine Momnes in one day. Ve'ein done in Shnei Dine Nefoshes B'Yoyim Echad. And you cannot pass in two capital punishment cases in one day. Amar Rav Avin, V'afilu noyef v'noyefes. Let's see the Korban Eida, Divri Amasal V'afilu noyef v'noyefes, around seven lines before it gets wide. It says the Korban Eida, Dafke bas koyen Only a bas koyen and the one who lived with her, or any similar type of situation in a capital punishment case, Shehi b'sreifa, 
she gets the punishment of Sreif of the who Bechanik. And he gets choking like you have in any other case where someone lives with an Aishas ish. There, they both get Chanik. But here by Abbas Koyan, she gets Sreifa, and he gets Chanik. So it's two different kinds of capital punishment cases. The Havale Shnei Dinim. But if you have two people that they have the same Misa, let's say like the Eishas Ish, they both have Chanik. They have one Avera. They're both Mechal Shabbos, and they both will get Skila for that. Or they're serving Avera Zara, where they have the same punishment. So then we do judge. It's only when they have different punishments that we don't judge on one day. And here's another chilek between Dine Mominus and Dine Nefashis. So if we had 11, and we count Rabbi Vua, B'Shem, Rabbi Yechiden, that you have to be a gadol for Dine Nefashis, that's 12, and now this was the 13th, that Dine Mominus, you can pass in two cases on one day. Dine Nefashis, when they have different uh, death penalties, like the Baskoyan with uh, the one who lived with her there, you cannot paskin it on one day. Continues the Mishnah, Sanhedrin The Sanhedrin was in the shape, the members of the Sanhedrin, they sat like a half of a circular threshing floor in a semicircle. So that the Dayanim could see one another. And the only way they could do it is by having the semicircle. The Korban Eida in the second wide line at the end raises the question, well, why not you have them in a circle? Says the Korban Eida, They don't sit in a circle. They have to enter to speak in front of all the Dayanim. All the Dayanim should see the Eidim. And they look carefully at what they're saying. And they look at their facial expression, whether the person is saying the truth or he's saying a lie. And not that the face of the Adam should be towards those people who are in front of the Adam, and their backs are towards the people who are behind them. So therefore, it has to be in a semi-circle. Continues the Mishnah, two scribes, one is on the right side of the Dayanim, one is on the left side of the Dayanim. And they write the words of each Dayan, whether the litigant is Chayiv or Potter. This would be when they the, the, the when the Adim and the, the uh, litigants have left the room, as we learned before in the Mishnayis, and now, not in front of them, the Dayanim say what their psak is, and this is written down by the two scribes. According to the Tanakhama, the two scribes write everything down, the words of the Mezakin, the words of the Mechaivin, their reasons. However, Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, this would be too difficult. But Shloy Shoyer, there were three scribes, Echad Mechaivin, one writes the words of the Mechaivin, and it's not overwhelming because he just writes the Mechaivan, and one writes the words of the Dayanam who said, 
The third one is like a backup in case there was some error in what the first two wrote, one who wrote for the Mechaivin, one who wrote for those who said Zakai, so they could check with this third scribe. And Enichnami, he had a difficult job. He had to write down everybody's uh, psak. Continues the Mishnah. In front of the Dayanim, there were three rows of, each row had 23 Talmidim, Talmidim Chachamim, who were sitting in front of the Dayanim. Why do you need 23 in each row? So the Mephorshim explained, because really you only need 48. If you had to add judges, you don't add more than till 71. So if you have 23 and 48 is 71. Why do we have three rows of 23, which is much more than is necessary? So the answer is because if you were to divide 48 in half, so then each row would be 24. So that's not proper that they should have longer rows than the Dayanim only have 23. And if you would make two rows of 23, which is 46, then you would only have two Talmidim in the third row, which also doesn't look good. So therefore, they made three rows of 23, although only 48 of those three rows are necessary if it is required in order to give a majority of two for Chiv and one for Zakai by Dini Nefoshis. Continues the Mishnah, Each person knew exactly where he has to sit. In other words, as we're going to see further in the Mishnah, the seating was arranged based on the covet that had to be given to each of the Talmidim who were sitting in front of Besdin, and you had to know who was more chashiv than you, and he would sit in front of you, and who was less chashiv than you, he would sit in back of you. So each one of the Talmidim knew exactly what their worth was, and the Mishnah will now discuss how they used this covered in arranging their seating. Now, let's say one of the Dayanim died, and they have to replace him, so they gave smicha to the greatest Talmud. So we take from the first row, and we take the first highest person from the Talmudim, and we make him the lowest of the Dayanim. Everybody moves up one seat. That means if you were the first on the second row, you would become the last on the first row. And the first one in the third row would become the last in the second row. Everybody moved up one seat, and now we have one seat empty, the last seat in the third row. This continues the Mishnah. One from the second row, Boloi Lurishina, he comes to the first row. He's at the end of the first row. And one of the third row, the top one in the third row, Boloi Lishniya, he comes to the end of the second row. And then Boirin Lahan Oid Echad Minakal. This is a call of Tamiri Chachamim who were witnessing the trial. We take one of these Tamiri Chachamim. And we put him in the third row. 
And we don't put him in the first seat of the third row, as the mission now says. We put him in the last seat of the third row. He doesn't sit in the place of the one who was in the first at the beginning of the third row, who went to the end of the second row, but rather everybody moves up and the last seat in the third row is available. And that Talmud Chacham, who is the lowest of the whole group, he sits in that empty seat. He sits in the seat that is proper for him. And everyone was makar his place. Everyone knew exactly who was higher than him and who was lower than him. And therefore they were able to do this when one Dayan was nifter and they had to replace him with one of the Talmidim. Begins the Gemara on Davchav Chesamid Beis, on the Mishnah. Sholosh Shuro Yishol Chachamim. And now the Gemara gives us a Gzei and we really don't know what this Gzei is doing here. Rabbo and their Gorus here, not Bar Yasa, but Rabbo, Rab Asa. Rabbo said in the name of Rab Yasa, Vishem Rab Yochanan, in the name of Rab Yochanan, Nemerkan Eida. It says over here by Kedoshim to you, and we'll see in the Corbinator what the Pshat over here is. The Namer Lahalan, it says by the Miraglim, also Ada. So there's Xerishava. Let's look in the uh, Corbina Ada. Rabbah. Amasnis in the Megillah, Perkakaira, Armitkai. So the Corbinator says it's going on a mission of Megillah. Again, the question is what's it doing here? in the uh, Yerushalmi Sanhedrin. It seems to have nothing to do with our sugya. So let's see how the uh, Carbonate understands Xavier Shava. The Snan we learned over there, Dover Shiva Kedusha, Ein Pachas Masora. Something that is a matter of Kedusha has to have 10 Yisraelim. For example, uh, Kaddish, Kedusha, Borchu, etc. And the Gemara asks, how do you know that a Dover Shiva needs 10? Namer Khan Bikadusha Ada, it says concerning Kadusha the word Ada Dhsiv, Dabir al Kal Adas Banayusro Kadoshim to you, speak to the whole congregation of Kal Yusro that you should be holy. Vinamar Lahalon Bimaraglam Admasai Laida Harazois. And it says also about a Miraglam. How long will this Ada this bad Ada, how long will they do this evil? Yatsu Yeshua Vikalev. So Yeshua and Kalev were the exceptions because they were good Miraglim. The other ones were an Eidah Ra. So there was 10 left. So we have a very simple Gzei Shava By Kedoshim to you, it says, Dabir al-Kal Adas, B'nei Yisrael Kedoshim to you. And by the Miraglim, we also have Eidah, and we figured out that it was 10. So just like over there, it's 10 over here. By Kedoshim to you, it's also number 10. So the question is, what does that have to do with our sugya? So there is a pshat that says that this is connected to what we learned on Ahmed Aleph. It's not really part of halacha ches, but rather it's part of halacha zayin. And this pshat is offered by the Shiori Korban that we learned on Ahmed Aleph that someone who's under 20 or he's 13 in a day, but he doesn't have pubic hair, so he's considered a cotton. And he can paskin dine mominis, but he cannot paskin dine nefoshes. You have to be a ish. 
you have to be a grown-up, and therefore you have to be either 20 or 13 in a day with pubic hairs. So we make Xavier Shava, we pattern Xavier Shava after the Xavier Shava that was just mentioned here. Because concerning cases of capital punishment, it says Vishoftu Ha'eda. So it also has the word Ada. So just like over there in Megillah, we made Xavier Shava Ada Ada to Kedoshim to you. So here we can also make Xavier Shava Ada of the Miraglim to the Vishoftu Ada. And just like over there, the Torah calls the Miraglim Anoshim. So they were not Ketanim, but they were grown up men. So the same thing by Paskening Adin. Dini Nefoshes, the person has to be a gadol. So this will be the makar for the halacha that we learned on Ahmed Aleph, and it's by error put into here halacha ches, it should be in halacha zayin. Continues the Gemara, that Rav Mimasniso, Rav learned this from the Mishnah. In other words, we're going to learn a din from Pirkei Avais. Masnisa Amr, the Mishnah there in Pirkei says, have a son of Larias, you should be a tail of the lions, you shouldn't be the head of the foxes. So in other words, we're trying to explain that, for example, the first one in row one goes and becomes the lowest of the Dayanim. And the first one in row two becomes the last one in row one. The first one in row three becomes the last one in row two. And the new person taken from the congregation, the kahal there, the kahal of Tamir Chachamim, he takes the seat at the end of row three. And this is keeping with the mission in Pirkei Ovis that states that a person should be a tail to the lions and not a head of the foxes. But, says the Gemara, Matlo, there is a marshal like a folk saying that they say, Matla Omar, have They say just the opposite, that you should be the head of foxes and not the tail of lions. So in order to get this idea out of the heads of the Dayanim and the Tamidim, so we say to them, the Sninan, we learned in our Mishnah, they had to give smicha to one of the Talmidim that was sitting in front of the Ayanim. They take from the first row, they take the first one of the first row, he becomes the lowest Dayan, everybody moves up one seat, and the first one in row two becomes the last one in row one. But even though he's a tail to the lions, he is really upgrading himself because he's going to the end of row one where he was only at the head of row two. So in order to go against the marshal that you should be the head of foxes and not the tail of lions, therefore we bring a ride from the Mishnah to this case here that they're really elevating themselves by becoming the tail of the lions. Begins the next mission. Allah has Kaitsid Ma'iman. How do we admonish? How do we bring fear into the hearts of the Adim, Al Aidin Nefashis, concerning Aidin Nefashis, Hayimachnis Naisan? We used to bring in the Adim. Umaiman Alayim and they used to admonish them. Shematai Mu'mid. Maybe you're saying this by conjecture. We'll see in the Gemara exactly what Mu'mid means. 
or you heard it from another witness, which would be possible, or you heard it from a trustworthy person, but you didn't see it yourself, or maybe you don't know, that the end will be that we're going to make a very careful investigation through Drisha and Chakira, and uh, therefore, if you're saying a lie, we will find out that you're lying. Maybe you weren't aware that you're going to be uh, interrogated very carefully through Drisha and Chakira. Hey, you should know this was all part of the admonishment. Shalaik Dini Mominus Dini Nefashis. Dini Nefashis is not like Dini Mominus. Dini Mominus Adam Noisin Mominum is If I caused Reuven to pay Shimon, and he really shouldn't have paid Shimon, and now Reuven is asking the Adim for money, which he lost by giving it to Shimon. And uh, the Adim will give the money, they'll have Kapora. Because by Dine Momnes, Adam Noisen Mom, and he gives money, he'll pay Reuven $5,000 and he gets a Kapora. However, Dine Nefoshes, by Dine Nefoshes, it's not so easy. Domoi, the blood of the Nifter. If they were lying and they took an innocent life, his blood, Vedam Zeroisov, and the blood of his children, Tuluyan boy, the aid is responsible. Tuluyan boy, at Soiv Kaladors, until the end of all the generations. Shekem, let's see the Mukhain Kishoharkis Hevel. So we find by Kain when he killed Hevel, Nem, our boy, it says in the Pasuk, Koil, Demei, Okichot Soiv, Kamei, Laimen, Adama. The voice of the bloods of your brother are screaming out to me, to Hashem, from the Adama. Does not say the blood of your brother, why does it say it in the plural? It means him and the blood of his future generations. Now, the next uh, few lines are not part of the admonishment, but they're another pshat in the meachicho. Maybe it is part of the admonishment. The force would say no, because it would take away from the impact of the first Russia that you are responsible for the nifter and all the generations that would have come out of the nifter. So this would have taken away from the impact. But it's another pshat that tangentially the Gemara is bringing in here. Dover acher, the plural, Kain didn't know where, when he stabs Hevel, it would cause Hevel to die. So he slashed them all over. The bloods spurted out all over, and it, it went on the uh, trees and on the stones. That's why it says, because he cut them up all over, and different bloods came out from different parts of the body. Now we continue with the admonishment. That is why man was created alone, Adamarishan, Boilam, in the world, Allah to teach us. Whoever causes the loss of even one life. We consider it as if he has destroyed an entire world. Whoever sustains one life, it's as if he sustained a whole world. Because when Adam was created, he was the entire world. He was the Olam Katan. He was the small world by himself. And now again, tangentially, we're going to read several lines which again is just another drush of why man was created alone. 
ומבני שלום הבריאות, and that there should be peace amongst people. שלא יאמר אדם לחבר, a person shouldn't say to his friend, אבו, my father, גדול מאביך, is greater than your father. If there would be many Adam Harishans, so then people would come from different uh, Adams, and each one will say, my father, who I came from, is greater than your father. So therefore, Adam was created alone. Everyone comes from Adam Harishan. And also, he was created alone, Shaloyu Aminim, that the Apikarsim should not say, Oimer Rishuyos Harbe Yesh there are many gods in heaven, and each god created one man, so that this should not be said, man was created alone. And also, this tells us the greatness of Hashem, because a person mints several coins with one mold. Each coin is the same as the other coin. Hashem minted every person in the image of Adam Arishan, but and no one is the same exactly as his friend. Therefore, because of the uniqueness of each person, every person is chayv to say, Hashem created the world, because of me and for me, because of my uniqueness. And now we go back to the admonishment. Shema Taimru, maybe you'll say, Ma Lonu What do we need this Sara? Says the Karbanei, What do we have to get involved in this Daiga? Uh, we're worried that, that we're going to kill an innocent man and his future generations. Even if we're saying the truth, maybe we're making a mistake. We forgot a certain detail and that would have saved his life. So what do I have to get involved in this for? No, the Pasuk says, He was a witness, or he saw, he knows that Reuven killed Shimon. If he doesn't say his Adis, then he bears the sin of not saying a proper Adis. V'shem a timer, maybe you'll say, Ma'alonu l'choiv b'domi sh'ozeh, says the Korban Eide, Liyois mechuyovim b'domi sh'ozeh, Noyach lonu l'amoy b'im l'yagad. It's easier for us to be over on im l'yagad v'nasa v'oynoy than to get involved with punishing a person and we'll get punished for punishing him. So we tell them no. If what you saw, you tell Bezdin, and based on your testimony, he's going to die. So he's a Russian. When the Rishonim get lost, there is joy. In other words, if you testify the truth, what you saw, nothing will happen to you, and you will be doing a mitzvah of getting rid of Rishonim. Says the Gemara, Ketzed Maimon, Ketzed Mohammed. We said that the Dayanim asked Adam if this was a conjecture. How does the conjecture work? So the Gemara answers, Loitaimru, don't say, Ro'inuhu, we saw, Ro'idif Achrov, that Reuven was running after Shimon, Vishsayif Biyoda, he had a sword in his hand, Nichnas Lechurva Achrov, he went into a rune, Reuven followed Shimon into a Churva rune, 
we went after, the Edom are saying this, we went after Ruvain, and we found that he had killed, that Shimon was dead. We saw him going out of the Churvod, the alleged murderer, and the sword was dripping with blood. This is called circumstantial evidence. It would seem clear that uh, Ruvain killed Shimon. So that they're not supposed to say, this is not accepted as proper aidus. Amar Reb Shimon ben Shetach, Erev ben Nechamah, this is a Lush and Shua, and really he meant to say, Loi Erev ben Nechamah, I should not see in the consolation of uh, the rebuilding of Yerushalayim, but we don't want to say it in a negative way, so we say it in a positive way. Erev ben Nechamah, in Loi Reisi, if I did not see, Roy Dev, Acher, Acher, that one person was chasing another, Nichnas Achurva, he went into the rune, Nichnas the Achurva, I went after Ruvain, who was chasing Shimon, Umatzas of Harg, I found that Shimon was dead, Vizayoitse, and Ruvain is going out, Vizayif Minatev Dam, and his sword is dripping with blood, Amar Tiloi, so I said to Ruvain, Arab in again, Belosh and Shua, Shazeh Hargoy, that you killed Shimon. Avamaya, so what should I do? Shein Domcham Masubiyari. According to the halacha, I cannot say Edus based on conjecture, based on circumstantial evidence. So it's not given over to me to take retribution and punishment of you. Elohayodeya Machshavoy, the one who knows the thoughts of man, that was a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he should punish that person. He didn't even have enough time to go out of the churbah until a snake bit him and he died. Hashem killed him because he actually had killed Shimon, but Bezdin could not kill Reuven based on circumstantial evidence.